into the contest. It's Wednesday, the 17th of August. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host, Shane Lee. Shane, look, we were just sitting there last night and the boys put on a movie, and I think it was called Back to the Wild or something, but it involved a dog. And I sat there and I was thinking, isn't it amazing? Well, it's not amazing, I suppose, but the impact that animal movies have, or shows like from Rin Tin Tin to Lassie, they just capture... A Daktari, remember Daktari? They just capture the family's imagination, don't they? They definitely do, mate. And it reminded me of, um, uh, remember the show Babe about the pig? Oh, of course. Well, yeah. my my fast bowling brother Brett Lee was uh, actually has a credit in that movie. He was the pig handler from Oak Flats High School. So there was there, apparently there was more than one Babe, and Brett used to look after him. So he has a credit in the movie. So a little, little bit trivia there. Oh, I didn't know that one. I'll put that in the little <laughs> black book. That's a beauty. Yes. Uh, I saw Binger on Instagram. I think he's over in India doing some work. So I know he listens to the podcast. Hello to you, Bing. What a day we've got today. Ian Chappell finally announces his retirement. I worked with him for such a long time. Good man, mm. Chappelle. Uh, big news at Port Adelaide with Robbie Gray, this institution retiring and the NRL. Should the grand final be played in Sydney or Brisbane? If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. Shane, Ian Chappell has uh, retired from the commentary box at the age of 78. He had a minor stroke a couple of years ago, but uh, he has been such uh, an institution. You either loved him or you probably didn't, but he he doesn't care. He's that type of guy. Yep, he can definitely polarise an audience. Uh, Where I sit personally, I'm firmly in the I love Ian Chappell. I think what he's done for cricket has been fantastic. I I love his commentary too. Very dry, but very direct, as you mentioned, Tim, and... um, Look, he was just sort of, he had a minor stroke about a year ago and was sort of contemplating when he should hang the boots up. And he read a quote from Ray Warren saying that Ray thought he was just getting one sentence closer to a mistake, therefore it retired, and that really hit home with Chappelle. Yeah, I, I travelled the world with Chappelle, spent mm. a lot of time in India with him, some funny, funny nights. He's got a great sense of humour and a superb mm. commentator, great cricket brain, loves baseball, was a great baseball player himself. So, Chappelle, uh, we wish you all the very best in your retirement. Now, Elise Perry is far from retirement. She's 31, which makes me feel particularly old when I did a cricket show story when she was still in year nine at school. But uh, <laughs> she's over there in England and playing really good cricket. Couldn't get a spot um, in that Commonwealth Games gold medal. I mean, there were mitigating circumstances because she had the injured back. She could only play as a batter. Mm-hmm. But she's doing well for Birmingham in that hundreds thing. Yeah, class is permanent, that's for sure. And uh, as you mentioned, Timmy, yeah, couldn't get a go in the Commonwealth Games. But playing out there in England, uh, she's had two knocks already, 58 off 31 balls and then 39 off 28 in really good form. And look, she'll be a great asset to any um, sort of T20 franchise. And of course, she can both do it with the bat and the ball. Cam Smith, um, he you know he was just top of the pops, couldn't do a thing wrong. Royal and Ancient, 150th Open Championship, and now he's really looks like he's in the middle of this live shitstorm, doesn't he? He's pulled out of this BMW Classic with a hip injury, and fans aren't believing it. They're saying that this is all a cover up. Um, 
it's amazing how things can turn. Yeah, Timmy, I think both of us uh, have mentioned this already on the podcast uh, earlier this week. We said that this will not go away until he confirms or denies whether he will participate with the LIV. We both believe, I think, by not saying anything, he will go across and, and defect. Um, but, yeah, once again, pulling out from the PGA this week with a hip injury, no one believes it. Whether that's right or wrong, it's not going to go away until he you know, takes a proper stance. Yeah, it's uh, well, I mean, how hard. do you call it a difficult time when we're talking in millions? I'm not quite sure. No, but, you don't. And he no. doesn't really seem to be the kind of guy that's going to get too uptight. But uh, yeah, the Cameron Smith files. What about the world game? The A League. Look, the A League's going to be strong if they can get internationals to play and get uh, very high profile Australian players to play. It's been their constant problem. Melbourne City have secured the service of uh, Finn International, Thomas Lamb. This kind of thing is a step in the right direction. Big time, um, particularly too because he's only 28 years of age. So mm. well, we're not getting guys sort of, you know, the 32, 34 years of age at the end of their career and their last option is to come to Australia. This guy is still in the peak of his powers, as you said, from Finland, um, is a midfielder. He's on a two-year deal, so good signing from them. Yep. Stay with us. We've got plenty more to come. AFL, NRL, NFL. Port Adelaide is just a superstar, Robbie Gray. When you look at his stats, three-time best player, I think, for Port Adelaide. So many goals over 16 years. He's come out and announced his retirement. This clash with Adelaide will be his last game. And uh, he said it's time for others to come through. Yeah, and uh, congratulations too. I think I've mentioned a number of times on this show that the average career of any sports person across every sports only four years well he has a six he's had a 16 year career so four times the norm unbelievable as you mentioned tim three times best and fairest uh the five times showdown medal he played 270 games kicked 368 goals and four time all australian that's a super career and well done to him Carlton defender Sam Doherty said if we we look at sport and we look at wins and losses and points and you know who plays well who doesn't play well but he's seen a lot more about life hasn't he in his short um, short amount of time here with that cancer battle and uh, look he's just so grateful to be in the hunt they've got a big clash against Collingwood to get themselves to the finals for the first time in a long time but yeah puts it in perspective doesn't it what Tim and I think every sportsman should read this article and then really reassess how they how they're thinking about their own sport and their own position within the sport um, as you mentioned he's had uh, two knee injuries and he's had to battle testicular cancer twice and he just said the fact that he's playing in the finals is a huge thing for him he said mentally he needs to get up for that but he's really appreciative and he understands where he is in the game and how important it is and how important it is to really enjoy that moment yeah, absolutely. Talk about perspective. Yep. Now, big story today, the, the ARL Commission meeting to decide on whether the grand final gets played in Brisbane and Sydney. For, for what it's worth, I'm such a, a fan of history, such a fan of tradition. I, I really think it should be played in Sydney. I don't think Melbourne would ever consider moving their grand final if it wasn't for COVID. Yep. And, of course, we played a grand final in Brisbane. I just think this is the home. I also believe that there'll be quite an uproar from NRL fans in Sydney if it gets moved. Philandis is bullish, but he's not stupid. Uh, it will be in Sydney, and I think this is he's just going through the process here. He's um, just negotiating with um, local government, and look, it will be played in Sydney. I would put my, my house on it. 
And it is. It's important, isn't it? Yep, I the do. Tradition, I agree. Tradition's important. Um, and uh, look, you can't, uh, you know, you can't go away from a hundred years. No. Anyway, that's my view on that subject. And uh, what about these guys, um, Caelan Ponger and his mate uh, Man, have uh, had to have drug tests after their little cubicle moment? Well, but the NRL have commissioned independent drug tests, but they're saying that they won't necessarily release what those results are and may potentially keep that confidential. It sort yeah. of defeats the purpose a bit, but uh, yeah, they're taking this seriously. And look, it's bringing the game into disrepute whether they did something wrong or not. It just didn't look good, did it? No, it wasn't a great look, particularly no. if you're out injured or yep. out with concussion protocols, that kind of thing. Uh, it never looks flash. What about this hit, this out-of-bounds hit on oh. Eagles quarterback Jalen? <laughs> oh, you almost you almost feel like you're doing an ACL or your shoulder watching it. But it, it's left Aussie giant Jordan Mailata very unhappy. Well, as you mentioned, the hit was on um, Jalen Hurts, but it was by a guy called Quincy Williams, um, and he hit the quarterback, as we mentioned, Jalen. And it's pretty much uh, Jordan Mallett's job to protect that quarterback. So he was mm. seeing absolute red and wanted to get revenge. And, um, yeah, it's a bit like, uh, remember Blocker Roach used to protect Benny Elias? It's a bit in that vein. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Liz Cambay staying in the United States, the WNBA. It's been a melodrama, hasn't it, the whole couple of years for her. And she's uh, decided to step away from uh, the WNBA in the States. Um uh, and you'd have to think that her basketball career is, is hanging by a thread. Yeah, you have to think it's pretty much over, I, I would think. I don't know if she's decided herself to step away, but I just think she's burnt so many bridges and has treated her teammates like second-class citizens that no one wants to play with her anymore. And, Tim, it doesn't matter how good you are in a team sport. If you think you're above everyone else and you treat everyone else like shit, then uh, there's a chance people don't want you on, on their team. Yeah, well, you've yep. got to, yeah, that's it. There's no I in team, no. is there? Uh, and and speaking of teams, the Mercedes boss, Tito Wolf, is it? Toto Wolf. Yes. Um, look, he slammed, this is the F1 story, slammed the Netflix series, but I don't think many people are going to listen. He's sort of saying it's become a bit of a reality show. But from any PR perspective, it's catapulted the sport even further into the hearts and minds of those that weren't traditional Formula One fans because they've got to see what it's like. They've got to see into this travelling circus and they like it. Yeah, well, big time. And I think that's a, the key bit of what you said there, Timmy, is that um, it's attracted non-traditional um, F1 fans um, to the sport. And yes, it is a bit of a reality TV show. It's a travelling circus. And, and Toto Wolf, he's probably an old traditionalist and, and doesn't like the who hiring around it, but it can only grow the sport, which means there's got to be more dollars in his pocket. I don't know what he's whinging about. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. I must have been channeling a bit of Jackson 5 when I called him Tito. <laughs> ABC. I, um, look, Ian Chappell, uh, what a great man. You and I both know him yep. well. Um, we've started with him. We we should finish with his retirement. Like, even as a boy, World Series cricket. And, of course, he was still playing. Well, we made a, made a comeback to Captain Australia through World Series cricket and then went on to be such an institution in that commentary box with, with Richie and Tony. Uh, and look, now, you know, that's all changed, that's all moved on. But having watched it as a boy, work with them for such a long time, there is a real sort of melancholy feeling in me, like a sadness to say that uh, sort of the last of the greats is, is hanging up their boots. 
or, or microphones. Yeah, definitely. And um, as I said at the start, I'm a huge fan of Ian Chappell. And I think every cricketer from my generation to the current should send him a Christmas card every year to say thank you for what he's done for, for world cricket. And the reason that a lot of cricketers get paid very well today is due to the likes of Ian Chappell and Tony Gregg and um, and what they did with World Series cricket. Look, he my experience with him over the years, he used to come to the Cricket Academy. He used to do a fast bowling week and, uh, and teach us how to play short pitch bowling. If you couldn't hook or pull in, in Ian Chappell's eyes, you, you deserved to, to wear the baggy green. Um, and he was a really great player of spin. But for me, most importantly, he was a great leader of men. And even to... Most recent times, whenever uh, last time I saw the late great Rodney Marsh walk into a room, and Ian Chappell was there, and Dennis Lilly was there, it was Ian Chappell was still the captain. All those years later, great leader of men, top bloke, loved the beer, and uh, congratulations on a fantastic career. Yeah, that's it. He, he loved the beer, and he still does, yeah. and still loves the story, loves music. Good man, Ian Chappell. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, the Osher Group. If you're in the market for a racehorse, go to the Osher Group website, check it out, and uh, they'll point you in the right direction. And, of course, the toppest of top producers, Mr. Dan McHugh. We're back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts? Like Lunch with Lee, former cricketer Shane Lee talks to celebrities, sports people, musicians, politicians and more about sports, music and business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon sport.